fabulous Natalie. Joining me is the notorious Ricky Lee. And we're on this frequency brought to you by the Rose City Sound Podcast Network, where we talk about being a unique human in the universe and everything that comes with it. Let's get started. Enjoy. Happy day, y'all. Happy day. I forgot that was the cue. <laughs> I was partially falling asleep. See what happens when I don't drink? <laughs> I'm not on point. We need our person here to like serve us our drinks. And one shot, fill please. Our cups. Just one shot. Yeah. What's fine. up? How are you guys doing? Um, okay. I'm a little tired. I was in the heat all day. Yeah. In Pasadena, like in straight, just blistering heat at 10 o'clock in the morning. It felt like it was 104 degrees. It was humid. It wasn't hot at that time. I walked outside at that time because I got a FaceTime from my wife. Yeah. Um, and so I walked outside to take it and it was humid and hot. Like, Is that why your hair looks good today? No, my hair never looks good. So don't, don't even. I like that. the curls today, Bartley. No. Okay. I like the, cur- <laughs> I like the sweaty it. curls. It's not, it's not. A I like the me. sweaty curls. <laughs> I got There's sweaty curls. for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are humid, sweaty curls. That's why my hair is up. It has been pretty humid these last couple of days. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's terrible. So, um, we're just coming back from, you had a birthday. Yes. Yeah. Our last episode, we, talk up, we talked up about what you learned, mm-hmm. um, what it was to be 40. Mm-hmm. Um, 40 got me sick. I was out with a cold for like four to five days. Yeah, I didn't hear it was from you. really bad. But I, you know, I did enjoy that you were binge watching The Simpsons. Oh, no. That was so. That was, I feel so weird like i overdosed on the simpsons i got sick and it was just like i'm just gonna simpson myself out so ricky texts me i think friday or saturday night (laughs) and i think she's asking me what i'm doing and then she sends me a screenshot of what she's doing (laughs) and it's a snapshot of the tv playing the simpsons and then i send her one back same girl I'm watching a Halloween episode. I totally so. forgot how we live the same lives. Yes, how gruesome and dark the Simpsons were. Yeah, and I like that. I was cracking up. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the Simpsons are the best. Can't you can never get yeah. tired of that. So I did the Simpsons and then like all the Marvel movies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Wait, have you watched Wandavision? Not yet, but I was recommended that. God, yes, the only thing I did. Vision is the shit. I, I love. Think you Wonder were the Vision. one who told me to watch it. Watch it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll so watch it. so good, so okay. good. And I'm I'm not a big Marvel fan, but that was amazing. Meow 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 meow. <laughs> mm, thanks, Bradley. So so to kind of introduce the main segment of tonight and what we're gonna kind of preview, uh, it's a continued conversation on infidelities in relationships, the pros and the cons of open relationships. And the capacity, okay, of loving slash, forward slash, desiring more than one person, right? Because y'all love to hear it. (laughs) This is a conversation, I think, like, from the last episode before your 40s one, um, everyone, the feedback was like, no, how could this be? It was nuts. I would never. He should never. Mm. She would never. She Mm -hmm. better not. (laughs) I'm like, but yo, calm down. Chill. But so this piece has been inspired, and this goes back to almost a year ago when you and I first had this conversation, a little over a year ago. And it's a conversation by American novelist, playwright, essayist, poet, and activist, one of my favorite people, uh, James Baldwin. 
Mm-hmm. And Nikki Giovanni, who is a celebrated American poet, writer, commentator, activist, and educator. So these two have literally an extreme, long, critical conversation back in 1971 on a network TV series called Soul. What were um, you doing in 1971? I wasn't even thought of at that moment, Neither right? Was I. Definitely not a thought. No. So that conversation is coming up in our main segment, but I just wanted to drop a little preview because I love me some James and Nikki Giovanni. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So we decided on this topic because of all of the feedback that we had gotten. You know, um, I had some of my friends, you know, let me know that, you know, in their families, um, having an open relationship or even having the discussion of their partner seeing somebody else Mm. or having just a friendly conversation or maybe a more than friendly conversation was just sinful. Right. And of course, not approved. And so I thought, you know what, let's continue this conversation because I feel that we've tried to kind of speak on it, but not really, I guess, finalize or pinpoint yeah. anything yeah. and i'm not sure that we ever will we won't i don't think we will but you know here's for the shits and, and giggles yeah <laughs> no kidding but <laughs> before we start all of that um let's talk about our moments of rage <laughs> i love this part <laughs> i love rage against machine My moment of rage the last week was if anyone, you know, anyone who's anyone that lives on this planet must have heard about Britney Spears and this whole conservatorship deal that she has going on. So for the ones of us who don't care enough, can you fill Mm. us in? Absolutely, Bartley. I absolutely will. You know, first of all, I just want to comment that I grew up on Britney Spears. I didn't. Like I bought all, I mean, all of her albums, yeah. all of the perfume. Willingly? Yes, no, absolutely. See, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, me and my childhood best friend had created dance choreography to all of her music. We were, I mean, I downloaded illegally from, what was it, LimeWire? LimeWire. Because sometimes <laughs> I couldn't afford the music. But anyway, long story short, um... Britney Spears has been um, under conservatorship, ran, controlled by her father for the last 13 years. And she has had no say in how her life, her everyday life functions. So she has had her father manipulating, I want to say manipulate, and I don't think it's the correct word, but controlling her money, what concerts she performs at, how long she works, um, the therapy she seeks. Do you know what led to that? Um, Yeah. So do you guys remember when she had her public mental breakdown? When she shaved her head? head Yes. Went crazy? Yes. So rightfully so, she had to be under a conservatorship, which her dad took control of um, because she wasn't in the right state of mind. But now since that, she's still under those same um, restrictions. She has to take medication. She has to be under, you know, all this therapy. She's had like, I don't know how, I think six nurses 
watching her all of day long. She has no privacy. She has um she has to have a a bodyguard with her at all times, which I understand some of those things. But now she has had an IUD placed so that she's not able to have babies. She can't be alone with her boyfriend. Um I even think that she she has limited time with her kids. I, there's something going on there that I'm not too sure of, to be honest. But all of these things, I I was so upset because I think this woman that has worked so hard for most of her life and for her career, and she has no control over her money and what she does with her life. And you know, this is somebody that everyone, everyone knows who Britney Spears is, who she is, right? And I wonder how many people that aren't as famous or have the amount of power and money as she does are going through the exact same thing. Mm. And we just kind of brush right over it. Yeah. Mm. And so it just makes me so upset and it makes me scared. Like, so if I have a mental breakdown now, I can... Now I'm under conservatorship and what and now I have no control and no say over what my rights are and what goes into my body and you know this that the other. I guess so if it, you it, I guess if you didn't have people around you that you trusted that would be a thing. Right. Right, which at this point like her father has taken advantage of her of her money. The mom as well. The siblings haven't helped her at all. So everyone basically took advantage of her situation, of her success. And it's it's heartbreaking. I think it's sad. Like the people that you think are the closest to you can't even rely on them. So That's crazy. Yeah. So really sad. I really hope that she, you know, that things work out and she finds some type of healing in all of this and that she's able to get out of it and that she sues the state of california and whoever she needs to sue so that she can you know have a life mm. it's sad it's really sad and if you haven't um there's a documentary on hulu um it's called frame i think it's framing britney spears um whole special on how that came about um of her conservatorship and what she's gone through so being exploited like that yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> so that's my moment of rage yours <laughs> mine feels petty now <laughs> mine feels so petty no it not petty. at all it's not pe- it, it has a point i see it there's here. a point to it but it's but it's, okay so because i was sick yeah right and i'm like looking for things to to watch yeah my, hold on sick or birthday hungover for three days birthday hungover for the first four hours of the wednesday after my birthday i wasn't hungover i was drunk that morning Oh, God. I woke up, my kids, I woke up waking up my girls going, shots! Oh, and they were like, mama, no! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't take shots, but I was very much not. And But that's when, you Your know. Your party was a good time, though. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. We danced a lot. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah, thanks for coming, Bartley. Yeah. I was there. I know where your loyalty was. I was there. I know where your loyalty was. I saw him there. But so in being home, I was like, well, what am I going to watch? Or what, Which I usually... Like, even though I was homesick, right. I could still work. But I was like, nah. You're just taking it easy. Yeah. So I'm searching for things to watch, Yeah. you know, on Netflix because that's what I frequent. And I 
I really, I feel like I should have opened with my moment of rage because now <laughs> I feel okay. so petty. Just let it out. This feels terrible. <laughs> I, that's a point. It, my moment of rage was that, and I threw my remote control, okay? Because I'm so sick and tired of how many royal family specials or series exist on Netflix, right? More so how readily available they are. So when I say like the royal family, I mean like, you know, Queen Elizabeth yeah. and all of... She's still alive. She yeah. won't die. Her the hus- Windsors. The Windsors. Her husband just died. He did just oh, die. Oh, that's right. Prince he Philip did. just died. Prince Philip month. just died, right? That's right. So I'm basically annoyed at all the white TV on Netflix. Okay? All of it. Now, I loved The Crown. Okay? Loved it. it. And it's what ended you never up... never watched it? Oh, my oh, God. so good. I loved it. It's great. And it's what drew my obsession with the royal family, right? Which is how I know there's so many Netflix specials, right? Mm. And then I also loved Bridgerton, okay? Now, Bridgerton, it takes place in London, okay? Written by Julia (laughs) Quinn, a.k.a. Julia Pottinger White, okay? But it was produced executively by an African-American woman, Shonda Rhimes, right? Needless to say... I feel guilty about being angry of all of this, all of these shows, right? So, yes, I've watched Gentified. Yes, I've watched On My Blog and Selena and the Celia Cruz novela and Jane the Virgin. But there are literally over 35 Netflix specials just on the royal family alone. Not on the, you know, separate... Entities that make up the royal family. Those right. are another 35 each. Right. Okay. How many times can you tell the same freaking story? Right? Are there no other stories to tell? That is my moment of rage. And then comes in my, you know, internal Catholicism, because I was raised Catholic, right. where now I'm like, but I love white people. Like I have a <laughs> lot of white friends and Bartley's white. And I'm gonna sound <laughs> terrible saying, like, I'm sick of all the whiteness on Netflix. But why can't why can't I just be abundantly overflown with other colors? Because well, then the, the other thing that we could watch is black TV, right? But then it's like, well, but they, but you're not black. And so it's like this perpetual circle of underrepresentation. Okay? So needless to say, Netflix needs a little bit of banda in their life. <laughs> I like my neighbors. Uh, uh. I'll circle. We hate to love it. We hate to see it. We hate to see it and to love it, but fucking shit ball. I mean, I guess to That's add a moment of rage. To add to your rage, they do such a good job at producing this and putting <laughs> this out there. Because, you know, you mentioned that you watched um, Selena. I think that was one of the worst. I, I don't know why it's still airing on Netflix. I actually didn't watch the I series. It. I meant I actually meant to watch, say the movie. I have not watched the series. I heard a lot of backlash about it. But again, Waste even then, time. like, why wouldn't you watch it? If it's one of the few things that we have, and if watching it is going to support more views, which right. is going to support more funding so right. that minorities well, can get a shot. why wouldn't it have more funding? Like because the it, and no, because, no, and then like I started watching the Secret Life of Kimmy or some other uh, with one. Oh, of, that one's funny. No, I, I was like, like this one. is terrible. Really? Like, yeah, why is this it. on? <laughs> but but like Shit's Creek, Shit's oh, Creek is, is the best TV show ever made, hands down. Period. End of really? story. I have no look. I have Shit's Creek, 
uh, Parks and Recreation, and The Office. All white! I love white corny shows! But uh, there has to be an alternative to this. And it yeah. enrages me because I love that. They're my guilty pleasures, but then at the same time, there's that part of me that's like, where why do the... I have to search so hard for this? Yeah, yeah. Where are, where are us? Where is Where us? are we? So that's my... There are no shows for us. That's my moment of rage. Are there? Are there any? Uh, like at home? There has it, to be. We'll make one. Isn't there a whole like sp- like Spanish language thing on Netflix? Or am I just Not making shown in up? America? <laughs> <laughs> or they might have like... A f- oh, like they have Narcos. Oh, that's a good show. But, okay, but again, just, oh, that's the other thing. Narcos yes, or, or 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 what is it? The Southern Queen or yeah. what? <laughs> shit, yeah. Reina. Yeah, Reina. It's all like dr- yeah. La Reina del Sur. Drugs, yeah. prostitution. Yeah. Like they're not what showing the us hell is going no on? Stories. I'm yeah. not a drug dealer. Yeah, I know that. Well. I had my moments. <laughs> I had my moments, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that the way that we're portrayed. But nonetheless, okay, there's more. Can we just <sighs> breathe? Take Ricky. a deep breath. Breathe. Let's get into moments of love. <laughs> yeah, let's switch gears a little bit. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, Natalie. Calm down, Ricky. I know, Take man. I need, hold on. I I'm need to lower my yeah. blood pressure. Even my heart. <laughs> my you're starting to get red. Like, you're starting to get Bartley red right now in your face. My oh, man. I got an alert here. Like, breathe for a second. Like, let me take a moment. Stand up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you start with your moment. All right. So, um, my moment in love. Um, so, earlier in the week, you know, our I, I have a planner. And I like to look at it just to see where I'm at in my week and what, I, what needs to get done. Like a daily planner? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, it must have been midweek. And so I'm looking like, oh, what am I going to do this weekend? So I'm looking, oh, my Saturday's blank. I'm like, perfect. So I skip over a page. And because the month is ending, it has um, it has a section for reflection. Mm. And one of the questions asked, like, oh, who are you, who are you most grateful for uh, this month? And so I put on there that it was my aunt. It said, and I wrote down, you know, my aunt, um, even though we don't talk every day and she's, you know, she's distant in location, her healing journey has really helped my healing journey. I left it at that. And then I continue on to stare at my, at my weekly planner. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what I'm going to get doing. Seconds later, my aunt sends me a text. Dun, dun, dun. What are you doing this weekend? I'm like, no, <laughs> stop it. Stop it right now. The universe. And so and so she's telling me, hey, you know, there's this manifestation workshop. It's on Saturday. Um, it's virtual. I'll invite you, please, if you can, um, if you would like to join. That'd be so cool. I'd really like to share this experience with you. And I'm like, aunt, say less. How old is she? Um, what's the age difference? Um, about 10 years, I think. she's. Mm. She might be in her 40s. Okay. Yeah, sorry if I'm... You know, giving you more or less years, but um, but anyway, the the workshop was great. It was wonderful, but my moment in love was truly just thinking about you know what, the universe got me. Mm. Ding 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 ding. The higher ups are looking out for me. Meow 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 meow. Everything that I needed. Oh, you need this right now, and it just came. Mm. So just gotta trust. And so that was my moment. <sighs> Okay. Well, mine was that I had a really productive 
after I got over the Simpsons overdose and the sick sickness. Yeah. I had a productive weekend with my kids. Oh yeah. Made good connections. And then <clears throat> I was wrapping up my night last night. Yeah. And um I was driving home. I wasn't driving home. I was driving away from home and it was dark and I had just taken a shower and I was just like fresh. And then <laughs> um I started to play music on Spotify because Spotify gives me like uh like the recommendations like oh you should listen to this yeah and lately i ha- i've not been in tune with spotify and then um i played it and the first song that it played i was like in this zone like it's dark i'm on the freeway there's no traffic temperature's perfect and this song starts playing and i'm like oh my god is this a song that's playing this is, is that a song it? that's that playing sounds like a nice Evening song to listen to. That sounds like a beach song. Yeah. So, well, but it doesn't start off. It doesn't start off that way. It starts off very instrumental, and I got lost in it. And this is the end of the song because the chorus talks about like if you love somebody, pick up the phone and tell them. Which by that time, I recklessly get on my phone and start sending text messages or telling my phone to send text messages to all these people and be like, I love you, I'm thinking of you, la 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 la. Funny, I didn't. No, you didn't. You're getting it in an outline. I love you, Bartley. It's okay, Bartley. I didn't get one. I'm so, oh, Ouch. my God. And Ouch. here we are together. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I at least of all I, people, like, now we got has one. Listen, this is done. Listen. <laughs> but here's what I'll say. This is how powerful music is for me. Yeah. In that, like, in that collective moment, moment yeah. of, like, feeling productive, feeling fresh, and being on a destination somewhere to love, like... This song just made me feel so good and yeah. complete and whole. And I was just crying. And I had my own little moment of love to my... Like, good tears. Like, oh, mm. fuck. Like, this is joy. This feels good. Did you have a little bit of a self-love moment? I did. That was definitely self-care. a self... Yeah, because, again, I was productive. I bought myself a muumuu. Super comfortable in the summertime. Hold on. And I want to talk about uh, this. What is a, a muumuu? Can you, can you yeah. explain? You don't know what a muumuu yeah. is? No. I don't, it was a thing my grandmother used to wear. My grandmothers used to wear it. My grandmother. You mean like gowns. a nightgown? Yeah, a muumuu. A muumuu. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? And she bought one. I did. I didn't know they were called muumuus. The muumuus. Really? No, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, muumuu. The muumuus. So what? What? In your they're not sexy head at all. Okay. Sparked, like <laughs> I'm gonna uh, buy a muumuu so. today. Like why did you do that? Because I've been trying to get in touch. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about my grandmother, which mm. is my, my maternal grandmother on my mom's side. I see. And um, my memories of her in, um, in San Ignacio were always like either in, in the early morning or in the evenings in her mumu. Like, you know, after a long day, fresh shower, and it was like a button up. And I think I still have, <laughs> I think I, my mom has it. And it was just, the, the, the texture the just seems so cool. And I'm like, man, that's got to be super comfortable. Yeah. So I went on a hunt for a muumuu this weekend. Had to go to Walmart. I was so scared. <laughs> Walmart had it? Yeah. Of course they Walmart did. had it. Yeah. <laughs> Target they? didn't, though. Okay, I tried. But And I'm probably going to still be on the hunt for a better one. Yeah. But it just made me feel a little more connected with my grandmother, I guess, so to speak. And I sleep very comfortable now in a muumuu's. Did I you sleep my- in it? Yeah, I did. Was it comfortable to sleep yeah. in? It's a little weird at first, but I feel like I'm suffocating. No, no, no. Quite the contrary. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's this It's like it, a warm hug. 
<laughs> it's a cool I'm not warm hug. I'm fun of you either, but I'm I just trying them. to it's fine, envision Natalie. myself it's in a moo-moo. It's I'm like fine. already sweating. <laughs> like my legs need like, no. I need to breathe. I'll show I you. Know. I sent Jess a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, She's like, I bought a moo-moo. Is that weird? <laughs> can we put this so, on Instagram? I will. I had my own moment of love today, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. So my, um, I just gotten home and I was uh, editing my podcast. And when I was done, um, my little boy walks over and he wants to play with my AirPods. Mm. And so I let it, I put an AirPod in his ear and I put the other one in, in my daughter's ear and I started playing music. And they like it changed their world, like the smiles on their faces. OK, so when I you- don't think they've ever experienced music in their ear like that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I, you had I tried a first. To, I had a first and I tried to capture as many good pictures as I could. And I got you one did of, good. I got one of my my son. Jaylen, yeah. He, big old grin, smile on his face. I was playing like their Disney classic stuff, and super cute. Hold it up, was so because awesome. their life that almost turned into my moment of rage for you, because I'm like, hold on, you're just putting music in in their ears now, Bartley. I was lit- I had to like calm myself down because I'm, <laughs> you know, going like, oh my god, these are so cute, and thinking about how special that moment was, and then I'm like, hold on. You're Wait, just yeah. doing this right now? I guess you wouldn't think, like, I'm going to put something in their ear bo- ears. Right. We play music all the time. But yeah. they had never, like, that. They had that never experienced ears. it in, directly in yeah. their ear where it yeah. was it was That's a powerful. direct connection. Yeah. And you could see it in both Aww. of their faces. It was so adorable. Powerful magic. stuff. It is magic. I love that. I love that, beautiful. too. Mm. I love that for you. And they were <laughs> they kept saying... Daddy, dance. And I'm like, I can't hear what you're hearing. I can't uh, dance. We got to get a video of Bartley dancing. No. Mm, I think no. I do have some footage. The legs are enough. That's, that's all you get. Speaking of juicy legs. Mm. All right. There it is. Our main segment here, um, like Ricky said earlier, a conversation between James Baldwin and Nikki Giovanni about 50 years ago. Um, That's a long time ago. I know. Just but to think like 1971, I I feel like it only happened 30 years ago. But when you say 50 years ago, you're you're like, like, wait, that was a long ass time ago. Yeah. Um, you can. I'm right in the middle. I feel like it's 40 years ago, but Mm, it's all the same. It's all super long ago. It's all long ago. Um, so you can find this clip on YouTube. Um, it's titled, is it titled Lie to Me? There's several versions of it, but the first one that comes up when you do James Baldwin and Nick Giovanni, if you put Lie to Me, uh-huh. it's, it's that yeah, one. Yeah, it's a condensed All version. All right, and Bartley is going to play a clip for us. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. Let Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course. All of course right, you lie to me. Because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? Lie to me. Smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you. You must. Treat him. You must. Because I've caught, the, I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come home and I catch hell because I love you. I get least of you. I get I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Damn. 
fake it with me. Can somebody oil up that chair in the background? (laughs) Fake it with me. That was deep. It was deep. So, what do you think? Well, it goes back to what, how I'm saying, like, all right, well, if you're going to go, you know, do something on the side, I don't want to know. Don't tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And always make me feel like what she's saying. Just lie to me. Make me feel good that nothing, none of this is really going on or this one-time thing. I'm not even saying that right. But you get what I'm saying? It's kind of like that uh, Spanish saying, ojos que no... Ojos que no ven, corazón que no sienten. Eyes that don't see, heart that doesn't feel. So okay. if I'm not seeing you have a little something, something on the side... What you don't know won't me. hurt you. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. And so I, she said something about, um, and all like all of that is is right, right until you find out the truth, and then it all that is is it's bullshit, right? But if you never, but if you never know the truth, does it hurt you? No, no. But once you find out, because eventually you'll you'll be found out. There are not very many people on this earth that take secrets to their graves. Somebody will find out at some time. And that's when the world will come crashing down. We don't know how to lie either. <laughs> We're horrible at lying. Not, well, not only that, like... Well, you can't many, control other people. How many lies do you have to make up in order to keep this one lie? And can you keep all your lies straight? No, is the answer to that question. So eventually you tell a lie that is different from the lies you've told before. And somebody's like, wait. And then they figure it out. But that's assuming... Or that's... 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 Hmm. That's yeah. That's assuming that you have like full blown relationships with these little slices of pie that you have along the way. Like if you have these slices of pies along the way, and you try to maintain relationships with all these slices of pies, then that's a web of lies and disaster waiting around the corner, right? Yeah. But if you just you know snack on a piece of pie, and you eat it and that's it, and you don't build a relationship with this slice of pie, then there's no maintenance required. But if you're going back for the same slice of pie, isn't that a relationship of some form? So that's exactly where, where I'm saying, like, right. That I, I would not want that. Like, that would be shitty. And that's always why I say, like, I'm not saying that I want to be cheated on or that I would accept any of that, right? Right. That's where the risk comes in that you happen to have this. Okay, so I guess what I'm saying is the person that I would be with, I would imagine that they would have, I'm thinking about the conversation with Severe and Big Brother Jake, the discipline to yeah. understand that I'm down with this slice of pie right now, but I know that as good as this slice of pie was, that's a dangerous slice of pie, and I am not going to come back for this pie. Do you get what I'm saying? And that that's where that discipline... Is so oh, I'm sure good. that that slice of pie is going to be good. If the pie is as the best kind of pie you've ever had... Right, but... And again, then again, keep coming back for the pie. But again, right? I'm mm-hmm. in in my mind. I'm thinking that I'm with a person who understands that sex is just one slice of the pie, right? Because there's so much more that goes into a relationship than just sex. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if my partner is willing to walk away from the entire relationship and life that we've built for that tiny slice of pie that doesn't fill everything else up. Then it's then that then he was never the one for me. And then okay, bye. Go have your slice of pie. Now watch this. But if my partner, oh God, finds this slice of pie and the pie's good, and he keeps going back for now a different slice of this 
of her pie, right? Now it's not just sex. Now it's like, oh, well, let's go out here. Or, oh, let's have conversations. Or let's start. And he falls in love with this pie. And yeah. now it's like, and I see that this person has now become a different person, right, as a result. And that I see this person is now yearning to be with this other person. Yeah. And, and even though that yearning is there, my partner still respectfully, ironically, but respectfully keeps his order of business and life with me. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like everything, any, any responsibilities that we have had together, mm -hmm. he still has those in order. That's where I say like unconditional love. Like I would almost say like as much as this is going to hurt me for you to leave, go. Because this person now completes you in a way that I can't. And right. as much as it hurts me that I can't be with you, I see you, you're happy. And you still take care of the responsibilities that we have here with me. Mm -hmm. But I want you to be happy. Mm -hmm. So go. Yeah, I, I guess I do agree with that sentiment in that I, I believe that everything is temporary. Sure. And I do think that we are we have a choice to be in a relationship, in a committed relationship. Yeah, you know, we're married and, you know, the laws and this and that and the other. But if we take away all of that, if we take away, you know, um, houses and kids and assets and things that we own together and la, 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 la. If we take all of that away and we just bring it back down to the human factor of like, you know what? I'm just into somebody else now, then why am I going to sit here and force you to stay? Right. If you aren't into it anymore and it would only hurt me even more to make you stay in a relationship that isn't even, it's not, it's not working. Right. It's not, it's not serving me and it's not serving you. And we're both going to be in this relationship miserable until we realize at the very end that we should have walked away from it a long, long, longer, a long time ago. Right. Even in your own marriage. Like Even it, in my own marriage, you yeah. Would, you in would be Michael willing Moda to and let myself. him walk away if he, instead of fighting for your marriage, you would let him walk away. Listen, I I do believe that there is a fight to a certain extent. Right, I agree with that. Okay. Because I just don't, I just don't see that if he has seen that other another person is giving him something that I he knows and I know that I can't give him, then why am I going to, why am I going to attach him to my hip if I cannot provide him with the things that he needs, whatever that need is. And I do believe that people might fall out of love. Or just grow differently. In different direction. Mm-hmm. People are if, seasonal. You know, I, there was a, Oh man, a long time ago I was in a I was in a um in boxing and we had um, not to give so much away but I had a friend whose parents had divorced after so many years. I I want to say they were married for at least 30 or 40, I don't know, something like they were um high school sweethearts and he ends up telling me that his mom ended up 
wanting to separate from her husband because she she was finally finding herself and the things that she needed she could no longer get from her husband at that time and and she wanted to do things she wanted to live differently which he didn't want to she wanted to travel she wanted to be she wanted to um she was in her spiritual journey she wanted to dive into mushrooms and mm. psychedelics and and she didn't want to live in California anymore and she wanted to experience other things and her kids were grown and she didn't she just was somewhere else that her husband wasn't and so and and I guess I can give that example right of like people go in different directions you know right. if 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 you know person x wants to go live in another country to pursue I don't know farming and then person Y wants to just stay in in Texas to do whatever it is that they do in Texas then then do it and if that means that we have to leave each other and quote unquote divorce or break up then so be it and I do think that if it really is meant to be it will it will come it will happen so it goes it back to like self love right cuz you mm -hmm. said Oh, I could no longer get what I needed from this person. Right. I'm literally trying to get to a point where I don't need anything from anybody. I don't want to need something from a partner. I want my my I'm partner. So glad you brought that up. I want yes. my partner just to be like, if I'm my own cupcake, my, if I'm my own cupcake with delicious frosting and some sprinkles, they're just mm -hmm. an added sprinkle to it. Yeah. You know, like you're you you're next to me because you're coming along for the ride. Because you're on your own ride, too, and I'm on my ride. He's yeah. in for the cupcake. He's in mm. Mm. But you know well what? Well played, Barbie. I think, meow, meow, meow. I think that that is one of, the, one of the most missed things when it comes to relationships is that if you just loved yourself a little bit, you don't got to go look anywhere else. Or you don't got to be worried no. about what your man or what your girl is doing because I love me so much and I'm so concerned about all of the things in my life and my well-being and, you know, whatever it is that sparks in my head that, oh, oh, you're doing, are you, and you're doing amazing? Now, listen, that's not to say that as much as I'm trying to convince myself of that and be like, not convince myself, I really want that for myself, right? Like, just to okay. be, like, self-sufficient and then just have a partner along for the ride, right? Yeah. I think, like, all right, well, what if it's a seasonal thing for me, right, where... It's nothing ever long term. Mm -hmm. And then you, insecurity and doubt and fear will creep into my thoughts and say, all right, well, what are you going to do? End up being alone at like 89. Who's going to be next to you? Who's going to take care of you? What mm -hmm. if you need taking care of? And your kids are like, bye, mom. And right. you're by yourself. Like, is that? So my ego will creep in and be like, is that what you want for yourself? A life of loneliness? <laughs> and and, just, and I'm normal, like, oh, right? God. Of, of course, I think we all have that fear of like, I don't, I've even told Mike, like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to die alone. Don't leave me. But that's so selfish. It is because it doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Right. And it doesn't mean know. that you're. We don't have control. No, we don't. Of none of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's almost like pointless to be worried about, you know, the need to have a person or what my what I'm going to look like in 80 years because. We don't know that we have 
50 more years to live. We don't know who's going to be with us in 50 years and who's act. Are your kids really right. going to take care of you? Or maybe it's not even, maybe it's going to be the person you didn't think was going to take care of you. I agree with maybe that. Maybe it's going to be their grandchildren or your neighbor. The neighbor. I was you thinking about I mean? the neighbor. But, but going back to actually what James and Nikki Giovanni were talking about. So if you're in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And, and your partner, you know, does do something that you don't, you would not approve of. And that's not to limit it to just cheating, but anything, right? Yeah. Your partner does something that you would not approve of. Do you want them to lie to you or do you want them to be honest with you and tell you like, I just messed up. This is what I did. What would you want? Because because Nikki's point is that just, just lie to me. Like, I don't want to know. Clean up your shit, do what you got to do, but give me a happy face. Give me the best of you at all times. And James's point is like, but I, that's impossible. Like, that's not being authentic with you then. I got to tell you, whether you like it or not, I got to tell you. Yeah. For me, I want 100% honesty. Even if you're not going to like it. Even if I'm not going to like it. Because I can still trust you. Mm-hmm. I can still trust you if you're 100% honest with me. The moment you lie to me and then I find out about that lie, that creates a whole other issue of me not being able to trust you now. Mm-hmm. Now you say you're going to go do this. Are you really going to go do that? I can't trust you anymore. It creates a whole nother problem versus you're just being straight up 100% honest with me and you're telling me how it is. And I'm going to I'm going to take a second to to digest and to to um, absorb what you're what you're saying to me. Right. But at the end, you, you're, you're not breaking. You're not burning a bridge by lying. So let me ask you this. If um, would you define your wife making out with someone as cheating on you? Yes. All right. So if I were your wife and I knew that for you, a deal breaker was cheating on you. And, you know, I'm at a bar. I'm at, it's a girl's night. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all having fun and we're all having drinks. Mm-hmm. And I'm chopping it up with this dude. And for me, it's platonic. And yeah. suddenly this dude comes on to me. Yeah. Right. And he plants one on me. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I get like, yeah. whoops. Like three nope. seconds, yeah. I'm like, oh, what's this? Right? And I'm like, no, no, no. I wouldn't tell you. I would definitely not tell you. But I'd if, be like, hell no. If yeah. you this inst- guy's going to be like, get out. And, and mind no, no, you, in my if, mind. If you didn't instigate it, if you weren't the one seeking <laughs> that out, if you weren't the one. There's no the way most- for you to have known that. Right. Okay, I get that point. <laughs> There's I no way it. for you to have known no, that. No, I get it. I get that point. But yeah. you're telling me that you weren't seeking it out. I'm going to believe you based mm. on our track record, our history of now almost six years being mm-hmm. married. I'm going to believe you, and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. However, if you come back to me next week after girls' night, and you say, oh, mm. I... He's back. Right. <laughs> I made out with a different dude. Oh, but I wasn't searching it out. Then I'm still going to have... it. Yeah. It's the track it's record. concerning. Like, it's oh, again, huh? So oh. you just got little googly eyes over See, there. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I, I wouldn't tell you because in in my frame of mind, like where I was at before, I'm not saying that's where I'm at now, but before, like that fear of losing somebody. Yeah. And and not because then at that point it's like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you with my mistakes. Because I feel like you're gonna make these brash decisions for yourself, these oh, like cutthroat that I can't even trust you with my own flaws and my own failures as a person. But tell me the truth and allow me to choose. Oh, of course. Of because course. Because if you, if you lie. Oh, no doubt. No if doubt. You lie, you're taking the choice out of, out of no my doubt. hands. And then when I, if, if and when I do find out, about it, find out about it later. Agreed. Then it's even 
worse. But that's also Especially why... Especially in that situation. Right. But that's also why when we use language in our relationships that do create boundaries, when we say things in conversations with our partners or even without where we're like, oh, I would never, yeah. this would not fly in anything, right? That shit registers in your partner. And so for me, as a person... When I hear other people talk about what they would not do, would I be like, oh, I ain't having this conversation with this person. I'm not going to walk into that with them because yeah. it's an efficiency thing, right? I'm not going right. to bother with them because I already know how they feel about something. And I, don't, I already don't trust this person for me to be who I am, again, in all of my imperfections because they're going to just, I'm you know, just judge me. and myself. Exactly. So, I, hey, again, uh, what is it? What, whatever you don't see ain't going to hurt you. Right. And it's not worth it. So I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to smile in your face like, oh, we had a you wonderful time. Pray, we had mimosas. I, you better pray I don't find out then because it's going to be even worse by by you sidestepping the truth. It's going to be even worse because not but Do you tell, see why I wouldn't tell you though? No, I, get, I, com I yeah. completely get it. There's the fear of like the overreaction. But not telling the truth mm -hmm. is <laughs> lying. So It's omitting. No, it is lying. Then what's omitting? Leaving out the truth. It's not lying. But it's the same thing. It's the same. It's the same mo. It's the same. Yeah. You know, thought process as lying. Like I'm not gonna tell this person the truth. I'm gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell them the truth. That's a lie. Okay. Like my mom lied to me and said that there was a Santa Claus, and right. I believed it. Right. There. There's a Santa Claus, and when I found out that there was no Santa Claus, how devastated Claus, were you? I was freaking devastated. Okay. Exactly my point. I was made a fool at school. <laughs> but we still, and you still do talk it. to your mom, and, and I you still, still talk love to her. her. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, um, just to <laughs> add to this, I don't know if I ever mentioned to this on this podcast, but maybe I don't. Maybe it was a conversation just between us two on a just not recorded level. But there was a time when Mike would go out drinking with his friends after work, and um. And we had just started dating. It was like a fresh, like, oh, butterfly in the sky. You know, the whole thing. <laughs> and he calls me, Natalie, I'm at the bar with so-and-so. And there's just these two girls. And I'm just being his wingman. Don't worry about it. And he sounds like he's been drinking. And, and you know, we're in a relationship. Like, we're official. Like, we're a thing. And the guy that he was with is married with children. Oh, wonderful. And I'm like, wait. That's, you see? What? You see? You see? Shit ball. Uh -huh. Thank you. And I'm like, oh. And it's, and it's not late. It's probably like 10. But I'm already pissed because I'm already in bed at that time. Like, if you know me, I'm an earth. Like, I like my sleep. So don't bother me past 9 o'clock. I don't want to be bothered with anything. And... You know, Mike's telling me, yeah, nah, I'm just being the wingman for so-and-so. You know, there's these two girls. And, you know, he's just trying to get their number, blah, blah, blah. I was so upset. I was like, Mike, you know what? Do not call me for shit like this. I do not want to know who you're with, who you're trying to be a wingman so for. So you're on Nikki's side. Yes. Mm. Lie to me. I did not have to know TMI. None of that conversation. Whether or not he ended up hooking up with the chick or getting the number for the dude, whatever. I You could have just, hey, babe, have a good night. I'll see you in the morning. And you could have just told me. Oh, it was, yeah, because now you, know, you have it in your head. Well, who were these broads? Well, did they come on to you? Are you right? going to like, 
And then I'm like, and who the fuck are you? And why are you hanging out with this married dude now? Who's fucking fucking around? Oh hell no! Molly cannot Bartley. Like you see, see Bartley. You see Bartley. This is the part where like such an extreme though. But but a common occurrence. But you see, and this is the part where, like, tell me the truth. Mike was coming at me with good intentions of, like, he's telling me everything that's happening. But he was drunk. He wasn't necessarily drunk. He was drinking, but he, he thought... He was under the influence. He thought that by telling me he was being transparent and that, you know, there wasn't going to be any issue. But in my head, I'm thinking, who Worst is she? scenario. Are you... Are you I taking her well, out? Yeah. Are you going to make out with her? Is this done mm-hmm. then? You know, and it goes into a whole other can of worms where Mike was just thinking like, oh, I'm just, you know, just being the side dude for, you know. For, and I'm being transparent and telling yeah. you everything. I'm just I don't letting know you everything. know that he's the one that's trying to hit on these chicks and I'm just waiting for him so that way I could take him home. But I'm thinking a whole other thing. So there's there's this. There's two sides there's to two every sides. coin. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'd rather just, I'm I'm kind of, I, see, I'm I'm both. I'm on the Nikki side where I'm like, just lie to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I think because I'm a cancer, maybe it's the little Gemini in me. That's yeah. like, I'll take the Nikki part where it's just lie to me, smile to my face. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know what you got going on. But then I understand the James Baldwin side of it where it's like, man, I ain't trying to fake it with you. Like, right. if this is what's going on, I'm I'm going to be straight up and on. Are we not friends? Like, can I not share everything with you? Can right. I not share my frustrations with you or my desires with you? Like, isn't that the Because you're point? my person. Because you're my person. Exactly. So for me, I think it, it would have to be a blend. Yeah. It would definitely it does, it have, have to, to be a blend. A blend because mm-hmm. You got to know when to and when not to. That's yes. right. Yes. And That's what right. can your partner actually handle? And in what circumstance, right? Like, so for the example that you just gave, like, no, I need you to tell me everything in the case that you were saying with Ricky, right? And then I'm over here telling you, well, we had that case and I just, I don't want to know. I mean, so full transparency, since we're talking about transparency, Mm -hmm. I filter a lot of what I say to my wife. Right. Because I know the kind of person she is and what Mm -hmm. I feel that she can Hold on. You know what filtering sounds like to me? Another word for omitting. Mm. Okay. But I'm not a nicer nicer word. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Whatever. But it, so... Full transparency. I do that because I don't want to bring unnecessary anxiety for a situation that doesn't call for it. Yeah. If I know But that you wouldn't want her to do that with you. She probably does do that with me. Right. So you're okay with it. If I don't know about it, okay. It maybe. Because moments ago, moments ago. <laughs> I want, so I, it, I'm talking about com- two completely different situations. We're talking about one was cheating and one is not. Be f- fully upfront with me when it comes to like, you know, cheating and all that other stuff. If it's something that's going to make, cause me anxiety or cause me to lose, like mm-hmm. lose sleep over or stress over, filter it. I'm okay with that. Okay. So now I know that when omitting, oh, filter. When filtering. filtering. <laughs> when filtering. But that's important though. And that's also having consideration for your partner. It And it sounds weird, right? But like you said, like you don't want no stress and anxiety about yeah. now you're going to rabbit hole into these yeah, conclusions I know, of. I know my wife does that frequently over yeah. some small stuff. And I don't want to take a small thing right. and turn it into a big thing. Right. And then when big things come, it's overwhelming. I want right. her to be ready for the bigger things and not turn the small things into big things. Mm. So lie to me. Yeah. No, it. No, I mean, filter. It's a lie to me. Filter. So filter, filter me. Filter. Filter me. <laughs> Give me the filtered version of the shit that you're going to tell me. But then it's like, how do you ever really know a person too then? Which is James Baldwin's point, right? I don't think you ever truly know you anybody on this face, face of the earth 
whether they're your family, your husband, wife, girlfriend, right, I'm with that. Right. You will never fully understand or fully know the deepest, darkest secrets of anyone. And there's different versions of us that we carry around throughout the day, right? So, like, this is me here. I'm um, with you guys on this podcast. I'm a different version with Mike at home. Yeah, when you I'm get home. I'm a different home. version On the drive work. home. I'm a different person with my mom, with my sister. With the with dog. With my parents, with Jorge. Yeah, we're a complete different... We show up differently in every scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we do. Mm. Damn, that was good. Just filter it. Just filter <laughs> your life, guys. Make your life easier. Lie to them. Tell them you love them. Tell them Tell there's them a the Santa Claus. They want to hear. I was totally <laughs> about the truth up until I was totally transparent. You know what I'm saying? But the no, truth hurts. The truth hurts, but like Bartley is one of those types of people that like very black and white. Like, this is what it is. Don't bullshit me. And I that's it. But, I don't but, bullshit but see, anybody. But here's the thing. I agree with, with that. that kind of, with that kind of delivery and with that kind of conviction that you have about not being bullshitted, it doesn't welcome vulnerability. It doesn't welcome somebody wanting to really open up and share with you like, you know, hey, this is what I got going on or for fear of judgment or not even that for fear of losing you. Like, what if one day I do something that really, like, upsets you, not even intentionally? In my mind, I'm like, it's going to piss them off so bad. Now, yeah. mind you, that comes from my fear and my trauma of actually being ostracized from my own family mm. for a life choice, right? Mm -hmm. Where now it's like, I don't want to lose people. So now I'm like, oh, man, I got to be careful what I say or what I don't say because I love this person and I don't want to lose them. So I, I don't judge anybody who comes to me with anything. But I'm not gonna bullshit you either. Like if you're, if you need the the hundred percent truth, you're gonna get the hundred percent truth from me. I don't sugarcoat things, and I don't expect sh things to get sugarcoated to me because yeah. if they are, like it takes me. It, I like when people are straight up with me because then I can take it in and I can filter it for what it is. Like right, you know what they're trying to say to me. Yeah, yeah. And when like some of my the longest friends that I've had like over thirty years. Uh, of friendships, they come to me because they know I ain't gonna, gonna bullshit give them nothing. To them straight. I'm gonna give it to yeah. them straight, hundred percent. You're either you're on the right track or you're full of shit. Like you need to you need to step back and reevaluate. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Bartley. I I have a hard time lying. I don't know how to lie, and I even think if I try to take like a little if I a little fib with Mike. He's like, why are you lying to me? And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, right on the spot. My wife I, is I don't a know. Liar, I am the, the worst. And so I don't know how to, I don't know how people do it. I really, I'm just like, oh, did you just lie right now? Are you, are you kidding me? I'm a great liar. Unfortunately, so am I. Actually, no. I, <laughs> I, I am, I'm, not, I'm not the best. I am a great filterer. Oh, okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. <laughs> well, there we are. So the liars of the world. Mm-mm. No, we just tell little fibs. Nothing like <laughs> sometimes bigger fibs. Pero, I mean. Little, little lies. Pero lie to me. Pero sometimes, <laughs> pero. I don't know. I don't want to be lied to. The truth is what you believe. So no matter what the lie or the truth is, at the end of the day, you're going to be the one to choose what that is and how yeah, you accept true. what's coming inside of you. <laughs> you're right. I'm thinking of a movie quote from the movie Shooter. Uh, the truth is what I say it is. Ooh. That's true. Damn. You have a point. Jesus. Mm. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's a wrap then, right? That's a wrap, y'all. That's a wrap. Let's do it. All right. So, um, thank you everyone on Twitch that I see all of you super active on the comments. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Um, for everyone, you know, listening via audios, um, you can always watch us on Twitch. That is twitch.tv forward slash on this frequency. We do our live recordings every Monday. And hopefully soon we'll start dropping these episodes the same week because we realize that the um, the Twitch that is live doesn't go into recording or I'm tired. So the fall, yeah, you're yeah, tired. Yeah, the following it's me week. Time. It's me we understand time. what you're saying. We got <laughs> you. Let's go. We got it. Um, so that's that. And I just want to give a shout out to the new listeners in the <gasps> countries of Romania. What? And India. Hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys are amazing. Who's Thank Thea you? is out there? <laughs> I don't know, but keep sharing. Keep liking well, isn't us. your uncle in like... Hungry. Hungry. So mm. there you go. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So, um, maybe you got a Tia in Romania. You never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, whoever you are, thank you so much for sharing. Um, give us a like, a review us on Apple Podcasts, um, share it with your friends, your family. Increase the peace, y'all. Thank you to everyone who joined us this week. I am Ricky Mota, and I'm joined by the beautiful Natalie Mota. We're live from Rose City Sound Studio in the beautiful Inland Empire. Shout out to Big Brother Jake for all of the love and support. Today's episode was produced by the infamous Juice Box Bartley. We are on this frequency. Make sure to share us, like us. We drop a new episode every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's where you'll find us. Make sure if you have any questions, you got topics you want to talk about, Hit us up, email us on this frequency at gmail.com. Support the movement, drop it like it's hot. See you later, y'all. Meow, 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 meow. Shit fall. I know you understand you're my only man. Maybe it'll stay that way. Cause I don't want